Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Peaky Blinders Season 4, Episode 1, The Noose. We open upon three nooses all in a row. Michael, Arthur and John are dragged from their cells. Polly too is led from her prison to a single noose at the gallows. Elsewhere, a barrister, Edward Roberts, rushes along wooden-walled corridors carrying paperwork. He bursts into a room and declares to an important-looking man named Arthur Big, a literal Mr Big, if you will, that he has documents suggesting the Shelby family were pawns of a much larger conspiracy and that Churchill himself is named within the documents. Roberts then presents a personal letter written by King George and stolen by Thomas. This document proves the King's involvement. Big picks up the phone and demands to speak to the King. At the gallows, the four have nooses around their necks preparing for death. Arthur and John adopt calm resignation. Michael is wide-eyed and terrified, whilst Polly offers a whispered prayer. With the hangman's hand upon the lever, a last-second reprieve arrives. The family, and probably the TV viewers, exhale as one. In return for save from the king, Thomas vows to burn the incriminating letters, but asks that he is named to the New Year's honours list as an extra little icing on the cake. We jump forward one year to the 23rd of December, 1925. Thomas, looking rather dapper in bowler hat and spectacles, the glasses a result of his fractured skull last season, enters a grand city building. Inside is served a drink by a waiter who obviously knows him quite well. Lizzie arrives, declaring she's wrapped all of Charles's, Thomas's son's, Christmas presents. Thomas asks her what he got him. The two get into a small argument over Thomas's continued choice to ignore his family. Lizzie points out he's never even seen Arthur or John's children. Thomas says he's bought Charles a real horse, not a toy. Later, we see Thomas pay a prostitute after sex. At his office, he's met by Michael, seemingly the only member of the family he still speaks to. Michael was snorting cocaine, obviously changing his rule not to partake. He tells Thomas he sniffs the stuff to keep him awake because when he sleeps, he sees the gallows and adds that Polly's become dependent on tablets, saying just before she expected to hang, she saw spirits and there run seances, but most of people come just a robber. Before Michael leaves, Thomas orders him to find out about Jesse Eden, the female shop steward, and stay off the cocaine at work. We see a dishevelled, spacey Polly at home alone, conversing with spirits and knocking back tablets. Ada pays John a visit with presents for Christmas. Things take a downward turn when Esme accuses Ada of being Thomas's little pet. We cut to Arthur's house. 
He seems content, his hair longer to his shoulders, a young son, Billy, and chickens in the garden. A call comes through that Ada's coming over. At the factory, Thomas meets with Jesse Eden. He disperses with any pleasantries to dig straight into the argument over fair pay. Jesse knows her stuff and takes no time letting him know that. She says there's a ten shilling disparity between men and women doing the same job in his factory. Thomas declares he'll raise the women's pay by five shillings and cut the men's by the same amount to achieve her parity and he'll tell them whose idea it was. She threatens to take the workers out on strike and leaves. Back home, the maid delivers Thomas's post. One letter contains a Christmas card bearing a black hand symbol. It's from Luca Changretta, the Peaky Blinders and the Changretta's clash last season, remember, resulting in the deaths of Grace Angel Changretta and his father Vicente. Luca is Vicente's eldest son. Thomas is visibly troubled by the card. At Arthur's home, Ada catches up with her brother and his wife Linda when the phone rings. It's John telling him about the card from Luca Changretta and its serious Sicilian mafia stuff. Arthur checks his post. Unsurprisingly, he too has been served a black hand. Ada leaves a gun for her brother due to Linda not allowing weapons in the house. When she leaves, a suspicious Linda asks who was on the phone. At Liverpool docks, a number of Italian, let's say mafia-looking types, arrive in England. When asked about the purpose of the visit, with a smile, one replies, Pleasure. That was an Italian accent. Elsewhere, Polly and Michael argue about his continued connection to Thomas and their continued use of pills. Thomas and his son Charles leave goodies for Santa on Christmas Eve. As his son heads to bed, Thomas is disturbed by an approaching car and grabs a gun, relieved when it's Ada that pops out. He goes straight into his concerns over the black hand. He's expecting around ten Mafia hitmen and decides to call a family meeting for Boxing Day at Charlie's Yard back in Small Heath, a place he believes the Italians will be wary of hitting. Ada asks if she'll be on the list, worried that she's given her gun to Arthur, so Thomas gives her one of his. At his home, John walks in on Esme, weighed down with all manner of guns to defend the house. Later, as they both sleep, he misses a call from Thomas. Thomas calls Arthur. He tells him to get to Charlie's yard on Boxing Day for the meeting and hangs up. At Polly's, Michael's flushed her pills, causing her to panic. She begins to hyperventilate and hits him as he attempts to calm her down. They're interrupted by Ada, who explains about the black hand being served. Polly opens a post and, yep, there's hers. As Ada breaks the news and Ada tells them about Thomas's meeting. That night at his own home, Thomas is interrupted by the maid who declares the chef is asking some questions about who will be at Christmas dinner and what time they'll arrive. It transpires he is Italian. Hmm. The maid says he's a great chef, but his assistant is a problem. Thomas hears they're still working. He heads to the kitchen, introducing himself to the sous chef Antonio and asks why he's only peeling potatoes. Thomas finds the head chef in another room chopping meat. He asks questions about Antonio and then mentions Sabini, but the chef says he's never met him. Thomas grabs the chef and the man admits he was told to bring Antonio over, but didn't know why. Thomas tells him to call Antonio in and arms himself with a meat hook. As he enters the room, Thomas sinks the meat hook into Antonio's chest, then pulls a gun and demands to know how many others are coming from New York. When Antonio speaks Italian, Thomas kills him with a bullet to the head. He tells the other chef to inform Sabini he picked the wrong side and once the Americans are dealt with, he's next. Johnny Dogs comes and disposes of the body and in the morning he calls Michael and tells him to get everyone out as the Mafia are on their way. Michael drives to John's home who meets him with a loaded rifle. He says they've all got to go to Charlie's yard now but John's not convinced that it's Christmas Day. Esme's furious and says they can look after themselves. On the nearby road a horse and cart stops and Mafia men spring the attack. Bullets fly. 
John's rifle's no match for the Mafia's Tommy guns, and he takes bullets to the body and falls. Michael, too, is hit and drops. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from, and we'd love you to join us for them. A five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from would also be absolutely fantastic. If you've got any feedback or ideas for a show that we should be covering, we'll almost certainly be doing the big ones, but you never know. There may be others that we've missed. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at Previous Podcast, or just email us hello at previouslyon.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.